Hey everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Magic at Home podcast. This is episode five, 10 things we love about Hollywood studios. I'm Corey. And I'm Brianna. And in this episode, we're talking about the 10 things we love about Hollywood studios from Woody's Lunchbox to Galaxy's Edge to riding the best thrill rides from any park. I said what I said. We are talking about it all today. I can't wait. I freaking love this park. Corey loves Hollywood Studios more than any Disney park. Like his favorite park and has been for two years. Like no park has even come close to holding a candlestick. I would say definitely more vocally it's been my favorite in the past two years. But I would say since the first time I went when I was nine, it was definitely my favorite then too. Just because of like you said, the thrill aspect of it. Well, they do have like the best thrill rides. Yes. You know, I feel like the rides, and we'll get into this, but like the rides in Hollywood Studios are big rides. Like they're beautiful, they're new, they're interactive, the technology is incredible, they're thrilling, like they're just, they are the park. If you're looking for thrill rides, you can't miss this park if you're looking for rides. And it also just has theming that makes my heart warm. And Great theming. Makes me smile. Yes. And it's definitely, definitely my favorite. And I always look forward to going back. Well, I think the thing, too, about Hollywood Studios that I really, really love is I feel like this is the park that's full of, like, and I don't, not that, and no other park is like this, but it's the park that I feel like you're just go, 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 go. Yes. Like you're trying to get on every single ride twice, full day. Like it is just th- like that girl or like the it park. Like Hollywood Studios is the, is the it park. Is it the hot girl summer walk park? Yeah, sure. I mean, no. you're not doing much walking because you're just like riding all the rides. You're not really just walking in aimlessly, but I mean, I get it. Love it. Yeah, Disney's Hollywood Studios on one of the websites or on Disney's website, it says, let your adventure begin as favorite stories come to life all around you. So that is, I guess, Disney's Hollywood Studios tagline. So now we have really enjoyed Hollywood Studios so much the past few times that we've been from, like I said before, the rides to the lands to the food to the vibe to the theming like there's just so much to love about this park so now we are going to get into the top 10 things that we love about Hollywood Studios I'm going to let Corey start because this is Corey's all-time favorite park and we're just going to go in order and we did not share these ahead of time so we are going to be just as shocked when one person says it to the other person and i'm sorry to disappoint anyone there was no organization like i did with the magic kingdom one where i went in a circle i just went in every direction yep bing bang boom okay sounds good for me to start off it is the music you hear in the park yeah 1930s like in roaring 20s like jazz they do have great themed music i love it it gets me going it just makes me start like snapping my fingers and tapping my foot i Love it. Like you're at the sock hop? Yes. <laughs> or like a nice speakeasy? Really cool. Yeah, like the true the true vibes. Of, like my idea of a speakeasy is like the Great Gatsby and Corey's mm. is Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like the music at that park when you're walking around, at least by like Sunset Boulevard area, is always such Top great, notch. great music. Top notch. One of my top 10 favorites, and honestly, probably my, I mean, to be quite honest, my all-time favorite 
thing ever is Slinky Dog Dash. I knew that was going to be number one for you. My favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World right now is Slinky Dog because it goes through the entire, like, the entire Toy Story Land. And I feel like it's a thrill ride where it's thrilling enough, it's fast enough, it gives you a little bit of that, like, you know, butterflies in your stomach, but it's not so, I mean, it's, it's no rock and roller coaster. Like, it's not crazy like rock and roller coaster, but it's just enough of a thrill ride. And I think the other reason, and I want to go back to it, but like Slinky Dog Dash goes through the entire Toy Story Land. And I feel like it's so cool to see Toy Story Land from such a high visual. And especially when we rode Toy, Toy Story Mania, when we rode Slinky Dog Dash at night, in December and Tower of Terror mm. was like lit up. Yeah. It's just like, it's such a great ride. And it, I mean, it is my all time favorite ride in Disney. So it had to be number one. On now, my list. I don't know why you're downplaying it is not as intense. That thing whips. It does, but it's not, it's not rock and roller coaster. Uh, that is neck breaking speed and rock and roller I mean, coaster right yeah, off the I rip. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a whole nother level compared but to, they can, they consider Slinky Dog Dash like a kid's coaster. I always find that funny because your heart's racing a little bit when you get off. My and dad hated the ride. Kids must be having heart attacks then. I mean, they must coaster. be. So, yeah, I would say Slinky Dog Dash. I just mm. love it. To slow it down. And even though I've only done this once, but I'm very excited to go back. But me being a historical buff, I really enjoyed Walt Disney Presents. I knew. Like, I just knew that that was going to be on your list. I just, I just knew that was going to be on your list. It takes... It takes you a walk-through journey. It's basically a museum. Yeah. And it shows just the history that is the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. And so you'll be able to see the first renditions of the Mickey Mouse drawings from original park ideas to models to then everything that you have seen respectfully to today. And for me, we kind of just like quickly walked through it when we initially went and I kind of regret not like taking more time there because me just to be able to read up on the facts of everything and actually be showing, able to like dive in deep I and truly read just it. looked I didn't really like read anything right but just knowing me and just seeing the models and everything I loved it and I can't wait to look at it again it is really cool I mean it's all like I don't want to say old school but it's just almost like a I mean it's like a walk through museum of like something that you're actually interested in Mm. you know what I mean and so that's why I feel like it's really really cool and I also feel like Walt Disney Presents is such a nice 10-15 minute air condition break you're on your feet unless you're going and watching like at the end of Walt Disney Presents where there's like the theater yes there's the theater and we watched a little sneak preview of of, um, Turning Turning Red. Red you're right so like you're standing and you're reading all these things and it's like a walk through museum but if you need some air conditioning if you need a quick five minute sit and scroll like it really is a good place to also have a quick break where you're still engulfed in in the disney magic which i think is you know great enjoy the ac and educate yourselves that's all i have to say and that's all i have to say so my next favorite thing about hollywood studios is we're staying in toy story land and it is can i take a guess you wanted me to do countdown three, two, one. Yes. Okay, three, two, one. Toy Woody's Story lunchbox. Man. Ooh. No. Wow. Yeah. So field for that one. Corey probably thought I was going to say Toy Story Mania yes. because it is one of my all-time favorite rides, and it is amazing that 
Hollywood Studios has this ride. I mean, I really, really like it. But no, it is Woody's lunchbox. Mm. Lunchbox. The tachos. I get the tachos without chili. So basically, the tachos, for those of you that have never had them, mm-hmm. Woody's lunchbox is the lunch option or food option in Toy Story land. And the tachos are tater tots, or as they call them, potato barrels. Um, cheese, sour cream chives queso fritos and then chili that comes with beans they also have a plant-based option as well you can also get it vegan where they put like the vegan cheese and vegan sour cream and plant-based meat with beans but i get it without chili because i don't like beans but the tachos are second to none they are so amazing and the queso and the Fritos make it and I also love from Woody's Lunchbox the grown-ups lemonade like that's like the one drink in Disney that I drink from top to bottom that's alcoholic that's not it's not even the only drink in Disney it's the only drink on this planet like ever that I drink and that is like I'll have to look it up but it's like a minute made juice with like a cherry vodka or a black cherry puree and it is just like it is the next level with the lemonade and I do need to preface people and I'm not saying like a drink meaning alcohol. I'm meaning just a liquid in a cup. In other general. than Diet Coke. Other than Diet Coke, <laughs> Brianna doesn't finish anything. No, I don't. <laughs> in terms well, of I drink a, a liquid IV every day. But yes, you do. And I'm very proud of so that. So that's, you know, that's fair. But to go back to the tachos, it is everything that is wholesome and good in this world in a cup. Yeah. Oh, there is so not good. a better bite of a quick service thing in this resort better than the tachos no the tachos are just one of the best in my opinion i think one of the best quick services because i also love sour cream and cheese and potatoes so the fact that that can all be mixed together in a bowl is like my dream but the fritos make it if yes, the frito wasn't in there it would just be like mushy. it would just be mush yes the, that crunch element is needed and it's a delightful taste 100 percent. right sticking in toy story land with me oh it is specifically kicking your butt at Toy Story Mania. Oh, I did not write you. Toy Story Mania. I specifically wrote kicking your oh, butt. Oh, you're so rude. <laughs> so rude. It, it, that, that ride, I mean, you, you think we laugh on Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom. We laugh more playing that game and that ride. Well, because I, I feel like there's so many times. To- okay, so for those of you that have never played Toy Story Mania... I normally hold my own the entire ride until we get to the last last part. part. Like the last room is when you have to pull the lever as many times as you can to gain as many points. Okay, if you saw my arm compared to Corey's arm, like let me just give you a little bit of perspective for those of you that have not watched my Disney vlogs on YouTube. If you have not plugged to go subscribe to the YouTube channel at Brianna Tata. But Corey works out at the gym six days a week he lifts heavy weights and like does weight training and is like the size of a tree trunk and then if you look at my arms I have the arm of a piece of spaghetti I don't do any physical activity so when it comes to the end of the ride it's like not fair that you would even think that I would be able to beat you when if you just if we both didn't shoot in that part like I would win every time Maybe 50-50. Uh, thank you. I was like, it's definitely a toss-up there. Yeah. But that's why, like, that's why I specifically said kicking your butt. Because 
that is truly where I win, and it just gives me the satisfaction of winning the game because you know me, I'm very competitive. Corey's very competitive. Imagine me and your brother in this. Oh, I feel like my brother I would feel be super, your brother super Nick competitive. Would do well. Yeah, he'd be really competitive. So my next favorite is, and let me finish the whole statement because if you cut me off, then you're going to be shocked. I will be quiet. The Tower of Terror at night. The physical being, not the ride. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. The be- the, I saw Corey's face was like shocked. I would like to preface for anyone listening to this podcast. I like Tower of Terror, the ride. I like to ride the ride. I actually get very scared riding the ride. It is one of the only rides in my 25 years of life that where I like the ride after it, I like need 15 minutes to recuperate and I do get actually a little bit nervous riding the ride. I actually think that like when we're going through the dark like alleyway and our elevator is moving, I get scared because I forget when we're going to open the door and it's going to be outside and then we drop and I forget and then looking into the twilight zone makes me a little bit, makes my like belly kind of turn. So I actually do get like a, like I, it, it really is the tower of terror. Like I'm terrified, but before that aside from the ride itself tower of terror at night right now for the walt disney world 50th anniversary is a beacon of magic a beacon of light it's the icon of hollywood studios and it lit up in this like old school neon vintage light with like yellows and purples and blues and greens and reds like it is so so beautiful and the top of it on the top right where the yellow like windows are, you can see people dancing when you're in the park up there. So I just think standing hotel alone at night, it's just so beautiful. The physical So structure. beautiful to look at. The yes. structure of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. I like the ride, but it's not one of my favorites. Definitely not. You know what's impressive, though? You have not lost a finger on that ride. No, and I always put my finger through the grates on the side of the elevator, which I really probably shouldn't do because if I lost a finger, I'd be, like, wicked upset. So I probably shouldn't do that. It sounds like after this ride, you work up an appetite. I which leads yes, to I my next favorite, which is... Oh, I thought you were saying, like, I, I legitimately normally after this ride, it's normally sometimes for us about 1130 and I'd like to have a snack. <laughs> which I thought is you where were I'm getting at because usually around this time is where we're going to the place I'm about to say. Oh, well, then I think I know what you're going to say. To get charcuterie, charcuterie at, at Bayside Tap House. Yes. Oh, I love that. Exactly. The best $10 you'll spend and it's totally worth it. Yes. Great cheese, great yes. cured meats crisp grapes i'm not a red grape person but they give you red and they're lovely but so refreshing on a hot day refreshing i mean like where are you going to get a crisp grape and every seat there has a has an umbrella oh no you're shaded not always where not the ones in the circle at the bar in the center outside oh when we sat there first it was cloudy it was cloudy thank goodness but to your point it it, they are all majority of them like 90 percent of it Mm. is umbrellaed it is a nice little shady area and it's Mm. it almost feels like you're at a brewery. I mean, you are at a brewery, but it doesn't feel like you're in a in the parks. It's kind of a nice no, seclusion. No, it, it's a very even though you're smack dab in the middle, you're very much separated. Yes. From the Disney park life, if you will. Yeah, it's it is it's an extension, and I think mm. that's what's nice about Hollywood Studios is it's so busy and it's so hectic and it's so full of rides, but it is really nice to be able to go into that brew house and just have a little charcuterie, sit for an hour or two, and just be in the shade. It's a great place 
place to stop in between lightning lanes like when if you do buy genie plus and you want to have a little bit of time in between it's a really great place to be and they have a great beer selection for any of you beer connoisseurs yeah. out there what's your favorite beer to get which ones have you gotten um you've gotten what whatever the hoffenweisen was the, i was actually about to say the hoffenweisen um for me i've had three different beers there yeah i would say probably the hoffenweisen's my favorite one just because the flavor and the body that the beer had yeah i'm not a big light beer person yeah um so from that from a taste perspective and i also think it was a grapefruit flavor that i had yes and then i had gotten the nice. blood orange that you tried the blood orange sour Yes. You weren't really a big fan of blood, o- of blood orange. No, I don't really like beer, to be quite honest. I always feel like I, I am always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a beer because I'm going to enjoy it. And then I go and get it and I take a sip of it. And I'm like, why did I order this? I'm like, I hate this. So you're more I of like a baseline cider tap. person. If they yes. have cider, absolutely. I would sign love you it. Up. But I like I love baseline tap house for the charcuterie mm. and the vibes. Yes. But because I'm not a beer person, I don't like it for the beer. I always get a Diet Coke when I go. And that's, there's nothing and wrong it's still with that. great. You go clubbing with Diet Cokes and you I close do. it down. I do, and I close it down. My next favorite is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I'm shocked this wasn't number one. So it's, well, they're not really in any particular order other than the fact that Slinky Dog Dash is just like my favorite thing of life. So that's separate. Regardless or not, they're in order. I'm shocked this just wasn't number one. Just on the list. Just on the list in general. I, I like, I love this ride so much it's and adorable and i feel like it's just it's mellow it's comfortable like except for that wind section part oh yeah where it's like actually windy and it is actually windy but i feel like it's so cute it makes me smile and this is actually the first ever trackless coaster trackless ride that we had ever ridden mm. in disney in may of 2021 it had like just kind of opened it was it was really brand new at that point mm. and the thing that i really love and the reason why this is one of my favorite things about hollywood studios is i feel like for a for a park that is filled with 90 percent thrill rides this is such a nice change of pace i either like to ride it in the morning or i like to ride it like later in the evening like pre-dinner or both or both. Like, I just, everything about this ride is so cute. And Corey and I do have to say, I don't know for any of my, like, great movie ride people, like, we had never been to the parks when that ride was there. So we can't speak to what it used to be. But what I can tell you is that one of my favorite rides is Mickey and Minnie's because it brings me so much joy. And I think the other reason it brings me a lot of joy, just like deep, deep, deep down in my heart, is my nephew, well, our nephew, Logan loves the mickey cartoons so when i ride it i like think of our little mm. logan because he like loves the cartoons he loves it and mickey mouse and mickey mouse what uh, well actually my favorite part of that ride is funny enough it's a little zumba section where like daisy's oh when the she's doing class. ballet One, and then zumba two, three, no then it's it salsa zumba. The salsa. either way your hips are shaking in it's the good. chair so it's good it's really it's good. good for me i forget exactly what it's called Okay, let's so see I'm I... just going to give it the name of the Batu milk, the, okay. the green and blue milk stuff. That's what it's called. Oh, it's fantastic! Called blue milk genius. or green milk. I was keeping you on your toes. You genius. <laughs> keeping you on your toes. Need to make sure you're alert here. Yep. I am team blue over green. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. Because the green was like a weird, like a tanginess. It kind of t- reminded me of like a. 
I don't really know. It wasn't like what was the blue one was more like a Jolly Rancher. It was nice. The blue one was like a muted Jolly Rancher, mm-hmm. and the green one to me, I said in the in our vlog from March, tasted like a sweet tart. Mm. That is right. And yes, not that it was. I remember. And not that it was really chalky, but it did have a little bit of that film that came after the true, green one only. True, true, true. But yes, the green one only. But so yes, blue just from you the like flavor blue better aspect, than green. aspect. But for me, we didn't get it spiked, and everyone no. says it's spiked. It's lovely. Mm. So I'm going to. It make was it also a point. nine a.m. It's five o'clock somewhere in the world of Jimmy Buffett. I understand, mm. but. 9 a.m. drinking at Disney. I mean, I'm here for it, but that was the first time we had ever even tried them. I just wanted to try it, the thing itself. We should have gotten it spiked because your dad asked a stormtrooper to take a photo. Yeah, he did. That was <laughs> hilarious. My One of my next favorites is just Sunset Boulevard and its entirety. I love to sit on a bench and relax, and I love to people watch. and The popcorn bucket. The popcorn bucket, like I was searching for a popcorn bucket on Sunset Boulevard and I could not find one. But the popcorn at the edge of Sunset Boulevard is delicious. Mm. And I think, well, Sunset Boulevard is beautiful at any point in the day. Yes. Yes. It is beautiful in the morning. It is beautiful in the afternoon. It is beautiful at dusk. It is beautiful at night. I could sit on a bench for the twelve-hour park day and just not like and just not move. You I just making, love being on Sunset Boulevard. You are making my heart sing right now because I love looking down this street. Yeah, I know. It's like I you're one of your favorites. Get it? It is literally my favorite sight. It's so beautiful in Disney World. Yeah, so that would be one of my favorites. Is just I love all of Sunset Boulevard. I just love walking it. It's just so beautiful. You know what's my favorite part of Sunset Boulevard? What's that? The right at the end, Tower of Terror. Oh, is that your number six favorite? Yes. Okay. Now, Brianna's not a big fan of this ride, but I have to applaud her. And I, I like it. And I greatly appreciate her willingness and sucking up of going on to the ride for the sake of my joy. Yeah, because it is Corey's favorite ride in like all of Disney. I am a four-year-old in this queue. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm bouncing up and down. It is a phenomenal queue in pre-show. The elevator operator guy is creepy beyond belief. Kind of, Yeah, depending on the cast member that you get. Some of them mm. really play into it, but some don't always. But mm. we've gotten some creepy ones, and there's times where I'm like, let me out of this mm-hmm. ride. And with the pre-show of actually watching the actual Twilight Zone show... You want to know a fun fact about that? Yes. They had to do like a dub of the show. So they did a conglomerate of all the shows of different words and area of the actual actor because the actor actually passed away before the ride was even created. But this pre-show. That's so fascinating. This pre-show was created specifically for it, but they wanted to emulate the actual TV show, The Twilight Zone. But the actor unfortunately passed away, so they literally had to take bits and pieces of, of every single phrases. one of his intros and phrases to make up what you look at in the pre-show. That's really cool. Little history buff there for yeah, you. Yeah, Corey Fun is the history buff. So my next favorite, and this one's a little bit like random, but I'll describe it. And this is like a me thing for someone that loves like style and getting dressed and you know just in general. I love the style. And the outfits that I can wear to this park. 
And let me explain what I mean. Please do. I feel like Magic Kingdom is the park where I feel more of my, which I don't even really have, which everyone can have their own style. But this like Magic Kingdom to me is like the girly white t-shirt jean shorts like my big you know standard mini ears my little bit more of like my girly fun flirty outfits then I feel like Epcot is my like this is gonna sound weird but like styled outfit jean short bodysuit flannel or like a cute dress or a romper the idea to of then change into gym clothes to then change it to gym clothes because it's too hot but i feel like epcot is my park where i am normally a little bit more put together yes put together but like very neutral mm. very monochromatic i don't always step outside the box if anything it's like a romper and, sh- and and sneakers because there's not really a lot of rides that you're riding over and over again at epcot you go to epcot for like four to five rides and the festivals. So when you're eating a lot, you want to be comfortable. But then I feel like I don't have to dress. Yeah. You know, whatever. Animal Kingdom is very much full on. It is the it is statistically it has been shown. Statistically, it is the hottest park, mm-hmm. like weather wise. So normally when I go to Epcot, it's like earth tones, browns, greens, white, black, beige, like very earthy and like that kind of a vibe. So maybe it's like a two-piece green sweat set or like maybe bike shorts and an oversized tee or just like something a little bit more earthy, crunchy. You know how in-depth you're going with this? There may be a future podcast in the world of Disney fashion. I think that would be so fun. I also was thinking about even doing like a video on YouTube about it so we can we can get to that another day. Mm. But then I feel like why one of my favorite things about Hollywood Studios is the style is I feel like... Hollywood Studios is where I wear like my bike shorts and layered jewelry and like a big oversized grungy fun t-shirt and my sneakers and my leather ears or I feel like I can slick my hair back in a bun and wear my big fun glasses. It's like your cool girl It is. It's like the to me Hollywood Studios is like the cool girl style park. Like I feel like I can go a little bit out of my comfort zone in that park and wear my my blacks, my whites, my grays. Like I just got the coolest shirt from Adelaide's Fort and it says find me in hyperspace on the back and it's this big gray oversized grungy shirt and like that tucked into some jean shorts and like my leather ears and like my little sneakers like and my fanny pack. That to me is the vibe. And, and that's I'm why I love the the cool style and the casual comfortability of Hollywood Studios because you're riding all these rides. You need to be comfortable. And I feel like that's where my style gets to really shine when I go to Disney. And I'm the loser in a Toy Story shirt. Next Nine out of ten times. Yes. Or you do have a lot of Hollywood I, those, Studios it is t-shirts. Outside of just standard Walt Disney World shirts, Yep. all of my other shirts are Hollywood Studios related. Yeah, they are. I have a standard Hollywood Studio shirt. I have... Two um, Toy Story shirts. Yep. I'm probably going to end up buying a Star Wars shirt. Yeah, because this is my first ever Star Wars shirt I just got. Mm. So you'll need to get one. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I would say I just love the style that I can bring to Hollywood Studios. And for someone that is a little bit more casual but can still spice it up, I'm very much a minimalistic Disney style galley. So I feel like Hollywood Studios is where I thrive. Indeed it is. And you know where I thrive? Where do you thrive? Singing my heart out at oh Frozen Sing Oh God, oh God, oh God. The Frozen Sing Along. 
Do you want to build a snowman? Or ride our bikes around the hall? This is, everyone, the reason why it is my favorite. I was going to say, people are probably like, this 26-year-old man loves the Frozen sing-along, but... First off... For a valid reason. The Frozen movies are phenomenal. Um, Superior. So, no one bash that. Yes. Secondly, I... Just what makes me feel good in life is that I will just sing. Whatever song is on, no one's looking at this, but I'm getting distracted. Our little Svenny is looking at me, and his eyes are so big, and he's just so cute. Hi, Svenny. He's so cute. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So I I just sing. It makes me feel good. Am I the best singer on the face of the earth? No. no. I would not be sucking pond water if I was. Yeah. But this is the one place where Brianna allows me to sing at the top of my lungs and I don't get yelled at. Yeah. And I don't get, oh, I'm getting a headache. Uh, can you stop? Uh, turn off the music. Well, you're so I, loud. You're a loud. You're a screamer. There's a difference between singing and screaming. I am the stereotype definition of it is a concert in the car. Yes. I love it. Frozen sing along. Thank you. Also, the... Excuse me. The Arendelle historians. They are literally hilarious. I they make me laugh them. so hard. Now to any any adult listening, granted, you think Frozen sing along, you're like, oh, it's a kid show. The amount of adult humor, humor that is they like bring out it's it's spectacular. I want to be actually I did say in a previous podcast that I would love to be a jungle skipper if I had any job in yes. Disney. My number two job, if they do not hire me hire as a jungle as a skipper, skipper, I will be an Arendelle historian. I think that you would make a better skipper than a historian. I think I would too. But I think I would make a better historian because I'm a little bit more sarcastic where you have a little bit more dad joke. You know what I mean? Like a they're valid, sarcastically valid, funny. Valid. But yeah, I would. I mean, Frozen Sing Along is a lot of fun. And let me tell you, blessed be the air con because the air conditioning in there on a hot day in the afternoon is a blessing they have the thing pump into 60 yeah they do it is ice cold in there frozen it's on brand Fro- it's so on brand wow i just put that together together very good my next favorite is to yours this is one that you had already said but the blue milk in galaxy's edge right and i right and i won't I mean, to just repeat everything Corey said, like I'm just going to echo, but two things that he didn't say that I feel like is important to mention with the blue milk and why I love it so much. It is so refreshing. Mm. And I feel like if you're, this is why I personally myself enjoy a blue milk or just those in general. They're not a Powerade. They're not soda. They're not water. So they're not like a strong liquid. Okay. If you're also hot, Unless you're drinking, like, it's not a coffee. So it's not caffeinated. And on top of that, too, you can get it Mm non-alcoholic. And it's a slush drink. So, like, it's not juice. It's not soda. It's not water. It is truly, like, a Slurpee. It's like a slushy. And I feel like there's no other parks that really do that. Like, where Epcot has a few, Epcot is known for, like, drinking around the world it's Mm -hmm. not always known for mocktails animal kingdom is the only other park to me that has the the night blossom which Corey and i always get as the rum blossom we always get that with alcohol and i could get it without but i'm always going to get it with because i like it with the rum so good and then 
Magic Kingdom has like the Cheshire Cat slushy and like some of the 50th slushies and like I don't like those. I I just don't. So to me, getting this refreshing drink that's not a soda and it's not water and it's not Powerade and it's, you know, it stays frozen for a while. It's the perfect size. I think it's a good price. I think it's like it must be 450 or 750 without the alcohol and either 1150 or 1250 maybe with the alcohol. And to be quite honest with you, I don't think that's that bad because you're not wasting it. You're going to drink it from top to bottom. And I just, I love the Blue Milk and Galaxy's Edge. I really, really, really do. Also, probably I didn't think of it as refreshing because like you mentioned earlier, we did get it at 9 a.m. I wasn't hot yet. Hot yet. Right. But if you, if I bought you, if I brought you one at like 1.30 in the afternoon, oh, it would be, it would gone be in two spectacular. It would be gone sure. in two seconds. Love mm-hmm. it. I'm going to take us back to Woody's Lunchbox because we just love it so much. I but do. But I'm going to say the brisket grilled cheese. Oh, my God. People. It's so good. People. It really is. The um, If you are a cheese person, not even brisket person, a, a cheese. cheese person, get this thing. It is oozing. Oozing and ooey gooey. Ooey gooeyness. You break it apart. It's stringy. Strings. People. The string test is a 10 out of 10. Oh, Honey, wow, this thing it's I can good. eat all day, but it is very rich and it is very heavy. It is. So be, be prepared. Please be mindful of what you're doing after you're consuming this. Yes. Like when we, so on our trip in December, when Corey had gotten that, we didn't, thank goodness, we didn't have any rides. Or no, actually, that's a lie. He had eaten the, the grilled cheese and then 35 minutes after we rode Toy Story Mania because we had a lightning lane. That was okay. Are you sure it was 35? I thought it was 36. Okay. It was like relatively close too. And so I think like you're not going to be riding rock and roller coaster. You shouldn't be <laughs> riding anything like big and heavy. Like you, that meal is good. And I also think to be quite honest, because it's a little bit on the heavier side, I would recommend eating it between like 1130 and 1230. I was going to say, because do it, it more gets for like too a, hot. Do it for more like a brunch Brunchy, situation. Yes. Yes. Like I think past one o'clock, it's too hot that it, then it really sits when 1130, it's still a little bit on the cooler side. If you're in the parks, you know, depending on your kids or your party's situation but 100 percent, that mm-hmm. grilled cheese is is really really good and keep in mind the brisket is fabulous i'm sorry i went on a cheese rant but but the brisket's good the brisket's very good very it's good a great lunch it is it great is a lunch. really good lunch next my favorite and this is one thing i love about hollywood studios and i think this is this is probably what a lot of people say they don't even know if they like but i do I love that Hollywood Studios is our longest Disney day. It is. It really is. And it's funny because technically it's a day where it's a shorter park day for like things to do compared to size and like actual attractions and stuff. No, I would I would say the exact opposite. Oh, okay. There's more rides in that park than any other park. I I guess for us, since we master this park, we could be done at one. Well, that was when you could pre-buy all the rides and like all of that. So I think the thing is with this, with this one, with this park, there's the most amount of thrill rides. You have smugglers and I'll just say the most amount of even the newer rides or high tech rides you have. We'll go in order. Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Minion Mickey's Runaway Railway, Slinky. Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, The Millennium Falcon. 
um, Rise of the Resistance. That's seven, and I'm probably missing one, if not two more. Like, you could consider Star Tours, and you probably could consider, if you're someone that likes, you know, alien swirling saucers or whatever that might be, that's like seven to eight rides that are like thrill rides or that rides that you want to go on. Even if you had to wait for 40 minutes in each ride line, 10 minutes on the ride and five minutes of walking to your next ride. That's an eight hour straight park day. Yeah, it is. I love that. This is our big park day. I feel like every time we go where I maximize genie plus really well, I feel like there's so much to do in this park because there's never rides that we want to skip. We always want to go to baseline tap house. We always want to eat at Woody's lunchbox. Like we always want to enjoy this park from morning till night. Mm -hmm. Now on our trip with my dad, we did go back to the hotel swim. And I think that was a game changer. I was going to say like if you are on the Skyliner, definitely take a full break. Yes, Yes. it's important. But I, I actually love that Hollywood Studios is our longest park day because I feel like where the day goes by fast, I feel like there's so much to do during the day and at night and just overall that I just, I really like it. And it is like the stay all day park, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with it being an all day park, the best is seeing, I know you said you like Sunset Boulevard at any time and I know I do as well. Yeah. But for me, my favorite part is specifically at dusk sunset Sunset. Time. On Sunset. The Sunset on Sunset Boulevard. Honestly, I literally wrote that. The Sunset on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> yes. But that's just me in general. Common trend here, people. Yeah. When the sun is at a certain angle and it's hitting the light of any building, it just accents what you're looking at in yeah. such a way that makes it extra more beautiful. And Sunset Boulevard is already beautiful. So yeah. for me, I'm literally just like, <sighs> oh, this is so nice. Wow. Yeah, it's just like, beautiful. Pull up a bench in the middle of the road and just let me stare. Let me stare. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is just really, really beautiful. And I feel like, especially at sunset, it's, it's just zen. like, it's, it is just, a, it's nice to sit for like 35 ish minutes and just kind of take it all in, grab a little snack or a coffee, a drink, anything, and just like enjoy it mm-hmm. and like see how beautiful it is. Mm hmm. My next thing I love about Hollywood Studios, and this is probably so controversial, but I think that this is Genie Plus's best park to get Genie Plus it in. It is. It is. It's I know a if you lot don't. of people. I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings on Genie Plus. They don't understand why you have to pay for it. They feel like you're you can't get into the rides exactly when you want the two hour thing, the scan thing. Like I understand that Genie Plus is not the most friendly if you're not willing to be on your phone or learn how to use it properly. I get that. But the thing with this park is that Genie Plus in this park is there's the most amount of rides to have the best amount of return time. Like period. It just is. And there's never like a bad time to ride any of the rides like like Slinky Dog and Tower of Terror are like outdoor rides. They're beautiful at night. Rise of the Resistance, and which is an individual, but like Millennium Falcon, Mickey and Minnie's, Toy Story Mania, all inside. So even if you were riding those in like the late afternoon or the morning or at night, it wouldn't matter because they're inside. And I feel like because there's so many opportunities to get bet- good rides, it means that we can maximize the morning and ride a lot of things twice and really get a full thing of the day by having 
Genie Plus in this park. I think that Genie Plus makes the most sense in this park. I literally could not agree more. Yeah. I, I truly think it's it's silly if you don't. Because also these rides are so like popular amongst just like Disney World. Very itself. popular. They have probably the highest wait times in all of Disney World for rides. Absolutely. I mean, granted, yeah, you could take one or two different ones just in standard. So like Pan- um, Flight of Passage, I'm sure is up there. But yep. in terms of a park with high wait times, it's this, park. this is the park with it. Yeah. So it's foolish if you don't get Disney Plus. And I think that it's the only park I mean, where Genie Plus, excuse you me. can actually maximize Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know a lot of people are like, it's not worth it in Animal Kingdom. It's not worth it in Epcot because there's not a lot of rides. Valid. Valid. I understand. I totally understand. But like, this is the park to get it. Like this is the park to spend the $15 a day. Even if you skipped three ride lines all day, your money has been paid for because it's, it's you're saving five, like four hours of time with, and I just think it's worth it. I couldn't agree more. Yep. Speaking of these rides, if you don't want genie plus my favorite, last thing, favorite top 10 is finishing the day with rise of the resistance. Oh, my God, my last one is Rise of the Resistance. We did not plan this, people. We did not plan it. So let's talk about it. Okay. The great thing is that, at least with any Disney park, is that as long as you're in the queue before it closes, yes, you're getting on. That's the tip. You are getting on. Well, it let me tell matter. our story. Do you mind if I tell our story? Have fun. So when we went in december just Corey and yeah, i not with your father not with my dad because that one we ended up waiting like 35 or 45 35 minutes, minutes. That's oh, better, God, yeah. it's, it's better than it gets a, like three four hours. hours yeah so we ended up going in december and i had seen on someone's youtube video that if you went to rise at like 7 45 8 o'clock at night mm-hmm. the ride was very limited like it was very short wait so on our December trip, we went, we got in line around 7.45, I want to say, 7.50. Yep. We were out of the ride by 8... 8- I think? No, no, it was later than that. It was like 8.40 or 8.50. Now, the park closed in 10 minutes, and we ran with you three sprinted. minutes left to get in line for Slinky Dog Dash before the end of the night and rode Slinky at night because they will only not let you in the ride queue if it is the hour of the park closing. So if it is 8.59, get on a ride line. It doesn't matter which one, but get in a ride queue. Yes, get in a queue. Yes. So I would just say, yeah, for me, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, I do love ending on rise. I think it's like a great way to like holistically close out the day. I do. Mm -hmm. But I just put rise of the resistance in general because I think it is the most immersive experience so far that we've been on. I assume, I assume that Cosmic Rewind is going to top it. We haven't ridden that yet. And I also think Flight of Passage is on par. Where they're different experiences, they're both so beautiful and so immersive. Yes. From a queue standpoint, Flight of Passage is incredible. Yeah, but so is... Oh, Flight of Passage. Yes. Oh, I, for some reason, my brain registered Rise of the Resistance. I was like, Flight of Passage's queue is like wild. Oh my God, it's not. You go through a giant lab. Like, And you see the avatar in the, in the t- tub, the bathtub, the thing, the... The, the machine canister the cylinder water machine incubator yes whatever. very much sure. all of the things the avatar is in that thing coffee mug and the coffee mug i also love that rise of the resistance is a long ride yes. i feel like the thing is is i would wait two hours for that ride because the ride is so immersive that you get like a 15 minute entirety experience and i think that that is what makes the ride worth the wait because it is part one 
pause part two, not just two minutes. You know, it's not like you're waiting 90 minutes for 90 seconds. Yes. There's and a value the to what you're waiting for. And that's why Rise of the Rise. That's why Flight of Passage has such a long wait time, because Flight of Passage is a four minute experience that's a long time yes which is why you're very much like big wave and then you stop in line big wave and then you stop in line because it can house like two to three hundred people yeah but it's a four minute thing so even if there's you know ten thousand people in front of you the ride holds four hundred people you know it's like six to eight minutes a clip to just kind of do the turnover and i also think rise of the resistance is just like otherworldly it's just so immersive it's so incredible the artwork is amazing the attention to detail is just absolutely beautiful so i just i love it i love it i love it and i love it i love it too and i would say that is it from us and amongst the glitz and glamour of the young bustling town and a young bustling movie town young bustling movie town you have listened to episode number five the 10 things we have loved about Hollywood Studios. I am Corey. And I'm Brianna. Toodles. Bye.